spring training has begun. But right now, we are going to do a little predictions on over-unders for wins um, heading into this 2021 MLB baseball season. Uh, Jacob's got a spreadsheet pulled up right here, just given uh, given some numbers as to you know how many wins a team may have in a season. Joe, we're going to say our over-and-unders. So yeah, for, before we start, I want to point out uh, great job by Chase calling it MLB baseball. I was going to point that out. Baseball. Major League Baseball baseball. <laughs> That's not, it's, that might be worse than calling it the MLB. <laughs> anyway, we, uh, Las Vegas recently came out with the 2021 MLB win total. So we're going to Caesars. Is this Caesars? This or is, sorry. let me see, actually. This is. Draft Kings, actually. Draft Kings. Draft Kings. So not gotcha. Vegas, I don't think. Good point. But similar. But they they uh they add up to the correct number, which means they will work for the pur- our purposes. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna go through each team, give t- look at their over under, and give our prediction, and uh, give some justification. So Arizona Diamondbacks seventy. 70- four and a half wins jack what do you think so i think that they i mean you look at the nl west you got dodgers and padres clear one and two and then it's kind of a, a scramble for who gets third and i think the diamondbacks are the best of the rockies diamondbacks and giants and 74 wins i think i think i'll take the over on this one I think they're a little bit better than the other two in the division, and they'll they'll beat beat them up a little bit. I uh, I think I agree that the Diamondbacks are the third best team in this division, and I I think they I think I agree completely with Jack. I mean, I was pretty high on them last year. I had them actually clinching a wild card. Um, definitely got that wrong, but they did have some injuries, and I think that this team is not too much worse. Um than the team last year. I think that the San Francisco Giants have gotten older and are going to fall off. The Rockies are terrible, and they will just have enough games against those guys in the AL West teams that the uh, I think they will sneak over 74.5 wins. This is a tough pick for me. I don't know. I mean, they are a pretty up-and-coming team, people seem to think, but they haven't shown it the past couple of years. Uh, I'm going to take the under – just because if they don't really have too many, like they don't have a complete roster. They got a couple solid players like Ketel Marte and uh, Zach Eduardo Gallen. Escobar. Yeah. And Zach Gallon is pretty solid, but Madison Bumgarner had a horrible year last year. And I don't know if he's going to come back from that. So I'll take the under. Jace. Yeah, I'm going to go with – I think I'm going to take the the under. I think that NL West division is just way too hard, um, especially with the Padres just loading up this offseason. All right, next team up is the Atlanta Braves at 91 and a half wins. Um, I'll take the over here. I think they're the best in the NL East. I Some people have the Mets at, like, just too high. I mean, it's the Mets are going to met, and I think the Braves are – the best they didn't really get any older um and their pitching staff is really good so yeah i mean they added charlie morton added jake lamb which is gonna be a good uh platoon with austin riley and i think that if i was if i actually uh gambled this was one of the five or six that i would definitely put money on I'm going over. This team was a game away from the World Series, and they have almost the same roster. The Mets have gotten better. The Phillies have probably gotten a little worse. I think that 91 and a half is an easy total for the Atlanta Braves. Yeah, I completely agree. I think 91 and a half games is stupid. That's They're way better than that. Their bullpen maybe took a hit this year. They got Ozuna back. They got Charlie Morton, which is solid. I think they're easily the best team in the NL East. Chase. I'm going to go with the over. I think, yeah, I agree with, I think they are the best team in the NL East. Um, Nationals were a big disappointment last year for me. So, and they, yeah, bringing back Marcelo Zuna definitely helps them. 
Um, the only other team I can really see contend with them is the Mets. But yeah. All right, Baltimore Orioles at 64 and a half wins. Well, the Orioles, you can't really get a lower over-under to start a year. And for that reason, I'm going over because Orioles, they added, um, you know, they got uh, they got Freddie Gallus to a – it's just you look at the Orioles, Adley Rutschman's probably going to get called up. He's going to bring a spark to this team with Chance Cisco as his backup. So it's a really exciting young team. Yeah, um, I think I'm going to have to disagree. I think I'm going to have to take the under. The, the, they definitely do have a lot of exciting talent. The lineup is going to, I think, be better. And uh, they got some guys up and coming. And I think that they're a couple years away from being very good. But just looking at their pitching, they have no pitching at all. Tampa, Toronto, and the Yankees, way better than them. I think Boston's significantly better than them, too. I've got to take the under. I'm actually going to go with the over because, I mean, I think they had a solid stretch in 2020 and it was a shortened season, but they had a point where they were a fun team. They were solid and they've got some players that are actually better than you might think, like Ryan Mountcastle. EJ Stewart. Sure. Trey Mancini is pretty solid. Yeah. Right, Santander. yeah, I don't see this team losing 98 games. That just seems like a ridiculous amount. Like they're not, I don't think they're absolutely terrible. So I'm going to go to, I'm going to take the over. Quick math by Chase. I yes. Get that. Uh, Boston Red Sox, 80.5. See, this is interesting because the Red Sox were really bad last year. And like they only, their pitching was terrible they didn't really help out the pitching staff they got some good young arms like i don't know tanner hauk or something like that but i'm gonna take the under just because the the top three of the division are just gonna beat up on the o's and red Sox, in my opinion this is a really tough one for me because i've been trying i've been saying for a while that the red Sox are not that bad but 80.5 in that division just really seems like a high number, especially for a fourth place team. If four teams finish above 500 in a division with the Yankees, Blue Jays, and Ray, like I I just don't see that happening. I think I got to go under, even though I do think that this is a team that has a potential to make a playoff run if uh, their pitching holds up. Yeah, I agree. I would take the under. I mean, I can't see them being a 500 team just because they also don't have a complete team. Like they've got a bunch of stars that maybe might underperform who knows, but their pitching and their bullpen is atrocious. Yeah. I'm going to take the under as well. You know, I think losing Jackie Bradley jr. Definitely. I think is a, you know, a big loss, even though he hasn't been performing as well offensively, I think, you know, he's still one of the guys left over from that world series team, which, and he's now gone. So um, yeah. Yeah, they also gave away Ben Attendee in a trade. Uh, who else did they lose? I think. Yeah, I mean, they really only added like Hunter Renfro, and I just think they're no. they're a very weird. They're in a weird spot. Yeah. All, All right. right, Chicago White Sox, ninety-one point five. Um, I think I'm going to take the over. I think, um, you know, I really like that confidence that they're going into the season with. Um, I think that's going to help them get off to a good start. And um, Jacob, you could, I think we looked at their schedule, but they have like some really easy stretches and some really tough stretches. And if they can kind of just get some tough wins during those tough stretches, they'll be in a good spot to, to get this over. Yep, easy over right here for me. They were on pace for like 95, 96 wins last year, and they've only gotten better, upgraded the bullpen, upgraded the rotation, um, upgraded in right field and at DH, uh, and they just got two really, really bad teams in their division. So I think this is an easy over. Yeah, I've got to look at this from a fan perspective and – uh, baseball perspective and 
from the baseball perspective, I'll go with the over because they're definitely one of the best teams in the American League right now. And they don't even have – I don't think the Indians are that good in their division. They can beat them a lot. And the Twins are solid, but they're not as dominant as they were maybe in 2018, 19. I'm just gonna I'm gonna correct uh, what Zach said just then. Um, and uh, quote to man quote to Anderson, they are the best team in the American League. They're not one of. They are the best team in the American yeah, League. That's not what he said. Actually, I think you misquoted. No, that's what he I said. I, that's what he said. He said they. He said the White Sox are the best team in the American League. Uh, I'm gonna take the over. I think you're missing a word. Completely non-biased from <laughs> Tim Anderson saying that. Yeah, we're one of the most mediocre teams in the league. Yeah. Like Ian Happ is analyst expert. <laughs> Aaron Judge will also tell you the White Sox are the best team in the league. The over. The Please. over for the White Sox. Next one. Chicago Cubs at just 79. Yeah. Wow. Look, this is easy for me and Zach. We're going to go over, um, mark it down. The, they are playing really well they're three and oh three oh and one michael hermosillo potential bench candidate okay dylan maples shave the beard they have <laughs> he's a got lot long hair yeah the long hair is key <laughs> there's so fun. much to be looking nico horner is looking huge jack and he's also got long hair which is yeah. crucial in great play and the compound was just uh there there with john boy media now there's a lot to look forward to um in terms of this mediocrity uh group of players but and i just hope they don't sell sell everybody and uh it's, it's an easy no easy over i mean 79 and a half that's yeah. pretty upsetting look. yeah i mean i uh i think this is an easy over as well i think as long as they don't sell everybody before opening day then uh, this team is definitely a 500 team they won 35 games last year 34 games uh, the six, they won their division. They won their division. The division did not get much better outside of Nolan Arenado, I think. Uh, and they lost Bauer from the division. Like I think this is an easy over for uh, for the Cubs. Yeah, I'm obviously taking the over. A point I'll make is that I've got. I mean, I have no like evidence as to why this will happen, but players playing in their contract year. Like they play so well all the time, especially guys with the chance of making big money. So Chris Bryant could have a huge year. Rizzo could have a huge year. Baez is, I think he's two years away from his contract year, but now it's his last year, year. but oh, it is. he with fans, Javi's going to have a big year. That's true. So. And he's got in-game video now. Um, the rotation is better than you might think. The bullpen is way better than you think, in my opinion. Yeah, baby, Gray Fenter, baby, Rule Five. That's his Jersey Players Weekend nickname, baby. Yeah, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the under just because I think they will get off to a good start. I think they will have a good first half of the season. But I think they're gonna sell at the deadline. No, I'm serious. I think that they will sell at the deadline. I I don't think they want to be through the, the the you know. I think it's the smart thing to do, and I think that's what's gonna happen. I think they'll have a good first half. Get to the deadline. Baseball expert Chase Avery. Well, if they have a good, well, if they have a good first half, then why would they sell at the deadline? Because if they're in first place, a couple games over five hundred. Because why would they sell at the deadline if they're if they're playing well? I'll tell you, because they're they're not competing for a championship. So you don't want to be in that. Not always about competing for a championship. You know, it's about bringing for the division. Well, okay. Well, that is the wrong. That's the wrong. That is the wrong. You think that that's wrong though? That's the wrong like attitude to take like Why? you're not trying to win a division you're trying to win championships take it in, once one step at a time MLB. my guy but here's so, the thing once you get to the playoffs anything who cares? Can happen, no one remembers know? who won the division okay i, no, I, I do i don't i don't think <laughs> it's not but it's no one's gonna like 10 years down the line you're not gonna be like who won the 2021 NL Central Division. I'll tell you who. The no Chicago one's gonna Cubs. Cubs yes. <laughs> fans will. No. Because we're the greatest fans in baseball. Listen, listen, whatever. I think that they're going to sell out the deadline, and I think I don't think they're going to get to the 500 mark. I mean, it could be a literally that number. It could be they get 79 wins. I don't think they yeah, get, they get 79 they get and a half wins. I don't think that. I don't think they get to five. I don't think they get to 500. Okay. All right. Hot Cincinnati. Take. 
Jack. I mean, it's easy. Look, it's not about for for me. It's more about <laughs> under the Cubs rather than under the eighty-two and a half because it says this is three games higher than the Cubs. They were much worse than the Cubs last year. They lost Trevor Bauer, and and I I I mean, unless they're they're just, this is just like banking on Mustakis and Castellanos and Eugenio Suarez like being good, which is. Not only being good, but having like huge seasons. Yeah, because their bullpen is terrible. It's always been terrible. So I'm going to say under just for the sake of the Cubs. Yeah, I think uh, I think I got to go under too. I mean, they have some star talent: Castellanos, Suarez, Gray, and Castillo. (laughs) But like, what happens if Eugenio Suarez gets injured? They got Chesler (laughs) Cuthbert. Playing third base every day, like this Kyle Farmers, they're starting shortstop or D Gordon. Like this is not a good team. They have stars and they have a lot of bums. And this... stars is an overstatement. Yeah, too. I wouldn't even say they have stars. Like solid, really good players. Nick Castellanos is really good at his best. He's solid. Yeah, Sunny they got, Gray they got big best. names. But yeah. This is not a team that's gonna be above right. 500 especially just because they have to play the brewers and cubs who i think they are slightly worse than so many times yeah, yeah. The Cardinals, who they are definitely worse than i'm definitely taking the under not because of the cubs reason which i mean partly but i just think this team is really overrated they were last year they were the year before their bullpen is bad as usual you know yeah under no right sell chase i'm gonna take the under as well i think yeah i do i think the the yeah nice he thinks yeah cardinals are winning the nl central by the way so i just like to say put the, put that we save it for the next episode. save that for the predictions the full prediction um, cleveland Indians, baseball team, whatever you want to call them. Fighters. Indians for this year. I am going to take the over. Weird, right? 81 and a half. Like, they lost Lindor. That's a hit. Okay, that's going to lose them. That's going to lose them five or six games. Um, but I think that their pitching staff is always, no matter who they have, is going to be good and better than 500. So I think they'll, they'll get the over here. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I agree. Same reason as Jack. They just, their pitching's going to carry them. They still got Jose Ramirez and a couple big bats, or a couple decent hitters, very good platoon bats like Jordan Luplo. Um, Eddie Rosario, I think, is actually going to yeah. be a very effective platoon in left field. Um, I think if you had, to, if I had to guess their record, I'd give them like an 83 win. So it's going to be very close, but I'm going to have to take Cleveland over. Yeah, I've got the exact same reasoning, and I'm taking the over. They're pitching. It seems like anyone that comes up is going to be a solid pitcher, and it might put them in a weird situation where they're going to have to trade someone or they might try to sell at the deadline again, but we'll see. I'm going to take the over as well. Um, but, however, I do think Jose Martinez and Shane Bieber are Jose literally... Martinez. Jose Martinez. Oh, Matt's baby. Oh, Jose sorry. Martinez. My bad. Jose Ramirez, I think, are only like the two good players on the team. Is that racist? Chase racist? <laughs> Confirmed. Cancelled. Okay. Rather Rockies. 64. Rockies. <laughs> I'm taking the under. Oh my god. The Rockies gosh. are the under? I don't think you understand how bad the Rockies are gonna be. Like they lost their face of the franchise and they might have to sell Trevor Story. So this is a really bad team. They just keep they just get worse. They didn't make a major league deal this offseason. It's it's like it's a disaster. I they're gonna be I'm gonna say like 57 wins. Yeah, this is not a good team, but I it, at this point it looks like Story, Blackman, Lopez, they're gonna stay. And I think those guys are gonna do just enough to get them over 64 and a half. Just enough. Um, hmm. I'm gonna go with the over on this just because it is so low 64 and a half. But yeah, they're pretty damn bad. 
Chichi I'm gonna go Gonzalez. with the, I'm gonna go with the over. I think you know home field advantage. Yeah, home field <laughs> disadvantage. Anyway, field disadvantage. <laughs> yeah. What? Um, Detroit. Detroit. I'll take the over. Um, I'm excited to see their young trio of starters. Hopefully, Casey Mize and Scooball. I have his jersey of Erie Seawolves. Um, do a little better than they did last year. And Zach Short, member of the Compound Podcast, is going to make his debut this year. So, Oh, Nico Goodrum. Looking forward to him. Not my favorite Nico, so no. Well, different spelling. So. I know. <laughs> Um, I, I think Kansas City's gotten a lot better. I think Cleveland isn't that bad yet. And Detroit's still clearly the fifth best team in a division with three teams that are at least average. So I don't think that they win 65 games even. Yeah, I'm also taking the under. They're, they have a lot of young pitching coming up, but I doubt they're going to be good. You saw Casey Myers make his debut, and he was not great. But yeah, shout out to Zach Short. Compound. He he'll be great, you know. You know, He's in 500. Drink drain it. 2 for 2 for 4. <laughs> yeah. I don't know much about the Tigers right now, but I know Casey Mize, yeah, and um, you know, Miguel Cabrera is still kicking, but uh I'm going to take the under also. Back-to-back right, teams. You know, Miguel Cabrera gets a big extension if he wins MVP. Maybe he'll win MVP for the for the money. Okay, Astros, 86 and a half. This is a very, very interesting division because there's really no clear um, front runner at this moment. But I think, and it's going to be really hard to tell who's going to be the, the top of their division top of this division so i'm gonna take the under because i don't really like the astros and um but i do think kyle tucker is gonna have a good year so um i'm gonna have to go over here i think that the lineup still has a bunch of big bats in it you're coming back kyle tucker i think's finally gonna take that next step um they got granky i think jv maybe at some point i don't know probably not actually but um, I doubt Verlander comes. I back. think it's going to be another close one, but I think that the I think the offense is going to carry them to the over to do just enough. They were a game away from the World Series last year too, so yeah, not not that bad of a team. They were a game away from the World Series, but they also were below five hundred, right? True, true. So, hmm, I'm gonna go. Ugh, I'm gonna go with the over, even though I don't like the Astros as everyone doesn't but yeah they're they've got solid bats still i know they lost springer um yeah you're muted <laughs> take the over um i think that you know i don't think this astros team really got a whole lot worse other than you know losing springer i still think they have some really good pitching um so yeah all right kansas city 72 and a half uh, as Jacob mentioned, Kansas City got better. They got Carlos Santana, Andrew Benintendi. Um, I don't know if they made any pitching staff moves, but I think I'm going to take the under. Um, I think Whit Merrifield's going to be out of here by the deadline. Um, and this, and I, I, I like the Tigers a little bit better. So. I think this team's gotten a lot better, and I think they just got a lineup that's full of guys that can break out, can kind of step up. I think Ben Intendi could have a really good bounce back year. They got Carlos Santana, um, Michael A. Taylor. Um, the pitching's not great, but they did get Mike Miner, Brady Singer, and Chris Bubich, both young, uh, young talent. I think that this team's a lot better. I think this team going to slightly surpass 72 and a half wins yeah i agree i like the royals with a lot of their young players who have been coming up i'll take the over um yeah they're a fun team to watch i like it um i'll take the under i don't think i think the royals are not going to be good nice all right the anaheim angels of los angeles 
Um, wins. I think I'm going to take the over. I love Shohei, and obviously, I love. I mean, Mike Trout and Rendon. So, I don't. The pitching staff is scary, but Dylan Bundy's was really solid last year, and uh, hopefully, Otani bounces back to be a good starter for them. They definitely have talent, but I just don't think they're good enough. I think this is they're not going to hit it. I don't think they're going to hit 83 and a half. I think they're going to be under. I think that that's mostly because the pitching. I think Shohei can't be trusted to stay healthy. I think the rest of their pitching staff is a bunch of question marks. Um, they did get raised Rizel, but other than that, their bullpen is not amazing and tough division. Um, I don't think they're going to, I don't think it's going to be enough. All right, Zach, Angels, 83 and a half. Oh, Chase, you go ahead. Yeah, I think this isn't under for me because um, they were, I, I had the Angels winning the AL West last year in my predictions and they were just a big disappointment. And yeah, like Jake, like, they really made no additions this offseason to really make them that much better other than bringing back Shohei, which I don't really know how, how much of an impact, you know, he's really going to make, especially with being injured for so long. So, And they also did just DFA Robel Garcia last week. So that's going to be a big hit. Yeah, big my goal. beloved Robel Garcia, not on the Angels, but I'll take the under. I don't think they're that great of a team. We'll see what kind of team Joe Madden can run. But. Yeah. Dodgers, 101.5. Um, I think they'll, I think they'll, I'll take the over. They're going to be the team to beat all year. Um, they just, I mean, they're the World Series champs and with Trevor Bauer. So it's going to be hard to, hard to beat them this year. Dodgers are very good. I think I honestly have to take the under on this one. I think that they might have a little bit of a slow start. They have had slow starts in recent years, um, especially after going deep into the World Series. You see that very often. Um, teams starting slow after deep playoff runs. And Bauer is going to help. I don't think he's going to be quite as good. And I think a bunch of the guys in their lineup, Justin Turner, um, just kind of got a little bit older. I think they're going to be very close, and I think just but the Padres are going to win. Padres are going to beat them enough times to keep them from reaching 100 wins. Yeah, I completely agree. There's In past years, they've been like the unanimous best team in that division, just beating up on everybody. But with all the competitiveness with the Padres they're going to have, they might be around 99 wins, I feel like. And also Bellinger, I heard, is still like hurt from that shoulder thing in the LCS. Really? So his nice. shoulder still, it's not great, supposedly. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how he performs. This one is probably, is, yeah, probably the toughest one I think we've had so far on this list. Um, I think it's really just going to come down to like injuries between the two teams um, or the Padres and Dodgers. But yeah, I think the, the Padres just got a little bit better this offseason than the Dodgers did. I know Dodgers got Bauer, but I think it's gonna be this is gonna be very close. Um I'm gonna take the under just because yeah, just because the Padres got so much better this offseason. All right. Chase has to run in a minute. So before he goes, he's gonna go rapid fire down the rest of the list with all ready. I'm ready. Over. Marlins over. Under. Brewers, Brewers under, under. Say the team. Say the team. Over. Say the team. Uh, Mets under. A's over. Phillies under. Pirates over. It's way too low that one percentage. Um, Padres. Under, but I think it's very close. Giants. Under. Over. Mariners. Over. Cardinals, over. Over. Rays. That was. Uh, Rangers. Ooh. 
Um, under. I think Rangers would be terrible. Blue Jays. I'm gonna go with the. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the under. I don't think they're that good. Uh, Nationals under. All right. Thank you, Mr. Avery. Yes, I got a dip, but um, got a got a skedaddle. But thank you all for listening to me, and uh, I was I'll I'll be back. I will he. That's the best. We'll circle back to the Miami Marlins and their 70 and a half win projection. Um, so they, they obviously, they swept our cubbies and that was, that that hurt, but they were the second best team in the NL East last year. I mean, don't let that go. That's a tough division. And I think, I think I'm going to take the over because six doe, only going to get better. They're a young team with some aging vets, but I think I'll take the over. This is tough because I know the Mar- they were the second best team in that division. The Mets certainly got a lot better, and I think the Marlins were a fluke, a uh, bit of a fluke at least. But I think that they got some young talent, and they just got a bunch of guys that – under the radar, actually sneaky, sneaky good. I think I'm going to take over. I'm going to take the under, actually, because the Marlins definitely had just a great stretch in 60 games last year. Their Pythagorean win-loss last year had 26 and 34, which means they definitely outplayed themselves by a lot. Their run differential was pretty bad. So over the course of 162 games, that would make them losing. I, f- I don't know the exact number, but I think it was around 70 or so. But, yeah, I don't think they're that good. All right, Milwaukee Brewers, 82.5. I'm going to take the over. Um, they're, they made some weird additions. Jackie Bradley, Junior, Colton Wong. Two guys I'm not really scared of, but they're just going to be annoying, pesky hitters. Um, but I think their they're pitching staff with Burns, Woodruff, and Hader and Williams in the bullpen will get them a lot of wins. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I agree with Jack. They got a lot of, like, good platoon bats in their lineup. bunch of guys that are just going to be annoying for pitchers to face. Got actually a decent bench. Good enough starting rotation, especially with the two big guys at the top. Absolutely amazing bullpen. I think that's going to be enough to win at least 84, 85 games in a bad division. Yeah. I'm and before, gonna... oh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, no, you go ahead. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the under. Actually, I don't think they're that good. It kind of seems like for them to win 83 games, they're going to have to have everything go right. And if they have some injuries with, any of their star players like Yelich and I don't even know whoever else they got or, you know, Woodruff or Burns who tend to get injured actually, then things would go poorly. Mm-hmm. Well, I was going to say that they, they made the playoffs last year. I think they were just around 30 wins um, with, with, they were 29. And okay. 31. Yeah. So they didn't have a good Christian Yelich and, it seemed like the 2020 COVID season impacted his play. So if he has a full season with a full spring, I think he'll have a much better year than he did last year, um, which, I mean, he's a star player, MVP. So he should yeah. uh, he should help him more than he did last year. Yeah, the difference between a good Yelich and a bad Yelich is going to make or break the 82 and a half. It could, it's the difference between 79 and 86 wins honestly so i think it's gonna that's gonna be the key for them all right minnesota 88.5 um uh i think they'll be i'm gonna say over i think they'll get 89 wins 89 or 90 um they're still really good they just i mean they re-signed Cruz. um they're getting a little bit older but they still have most of the guys from the Bomba squad in 2019 um, pitching Maeda. That was I mean, a weird season. Who knows if he's going to be as good as he was last year. And uh, 
interesting bullpen too. Added Alex Colome, so I think they'll get the over just by a little bit though. This is a tough one. I think. I think that this is a good team. I do think they're going to give the White Sox a lot of trouble, but I I'm going to give them the under here. Me, a, a part of that is because I did give the over to the Indians and the White Sox and the Royals, so I can't have the whole division, any all the good teams in the division going over. That wouldn't really uh, lead to much success on my end. But uh, I think Minnesota has a bunch of guys that are kind of hanging on for, by a threat. Nelson Cruz has always been very good, but he's going to be 41 by the end of the season. Um. The pitching's pretty old with Maeda, Pineda, Hap, uh, and Shoemaker all in their 30s. Colome, I think, is about to explode. He's either going to get injured or start, uh, start giving up home runs. And I think the rest of their bullpen's not really that good. I'm not too concerned about the Minnesota Twins. They're not going to be fun to face. They're not going to be fun to play against. But I do not think that they're going to be able to dominate the Royals and Tigers, as well as the other team, as the White Sox will be able to. I'm going to take the over on this one. I think they got a lot better, really under the radar. Uh, Jack mentioned Alex Colome addition, and they also got Hansel Robles for the bullpen, which they're really volatile, obviously. Who knows if they could be good? But Andrelton Simmons to boost their defense would be very good for them. And they've also got, you know, Alex Kirilov, solid rookie who came up in the playoffs, I believe. Oh, he can make an impact. Um, one quick note: um, our simulation league MVP, greatest of all time, Royce Lewis, will miss the season due to a torn ACL, which is, I mean, that hurts because first pick and he hasn't done anything, and now he's got a torn torn ACL. So, yeah. greatest uh, Myrtle Beach Pelican of all time in the simulation that could affect his career i feel like oh absolutely absolutely because he's older too for a prospect yeah um you done zach or do you want yeah no, go okay yankees 95 and a half i'm gonna take the under i just think that it's gonna be super competitive at the top of the division with the rays and blue jays getting better or blue jays getting better um and they're going to be, I mean, they, they did it last year. They did it the year before. Um, they, they just, it's a, it's a very, they, I just feel like they didn't get as better, much better than, cause you got all these aging guys too, with who knows if Stanton, LeMahieu are going to live up to what they're expected to be. So judge is going to stay healthy. Yeah. I mean, I completely agree. I think that their pitching after Cole is a bunch of question marks, Kluber was terrible last year. Tyen's been very inconsistent. Domingo Herman hasn't pitched in a while. Their bullpen is not nearly as scary as it once was. Their lineup's still pretty good, but it is aging, and their bench does not look great. I don't think they'll be able to withstand as many injuries as they have in the past. I think they're going to be a slight under, but I think they probably still win the division. I'm going to take the over. I think they're still super dominant. I mean, the Rays don't seem to be that good this year. I guess we'll see. And the Blue Jays are still a young up-and-coming team. But also, do you know if uh, Luis Severino is coming back this year, what that situation is? I think he had Tommy John spring training 2020, which would probably lead to about the all-star break for him to come back. Yeah, that's, I think, what I've heard, like just in the summer. But that's a huge question mark, obviously. Sure. He's had a lot of injuries before. He's shown flashes of being one of the best pitchers in baseball, but who knows what they're going to get out of him. Mm-hmm. I feel like their pitching depth, like they have so many starters that could end up being solid. That They got the most like... four starters in the league. They got a ton of four starters, right. but they don't have any twos or threes. Yeah. But I feel like some of those guys could be like viable and actually like decent. Not they're not gonna be all star level. They're not gonna be great. But out of their group of like 10, 10 backup starters, one of them, one or like two or three are gonna be solid. Yeah. 
that I mean that could definitely happen. Definitely uh, could see that happening, but I don't think it will. Yeah. New York Mets ninety point five. Um, look, I think they're going to be close to this number, as I mean as it should be, but I think they'll go a, slightly under. Um, I'm a little bit biased, uh, just because I don't really like the Mets or Mets fans. And, um, like, I just don't know if Luis Rojas is, like, a, a good enough manager to, to get this team together. So, who knows? Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I think there's a lot of hype around this team. But I think that the, the offseason wasn't nearly as good as, it, um, as some people think it was. I think James McCann is not going to continue um, hitting the way he did in Chicago. I think that um, – other than Lindor, they, their lineup is really not much better. I think they're going to be good, and they'll probably be a wild card, but I just think Met, the Mets are going to met. They're going to get injuries, and uh, weird things are going to happen, and they're going to finish with, like, 86 wins, probably three games out of the wild card. Yeah, I'm also taking the under. I think they're definitely not as good as people say outside of DeGrom and Stroman, their pitching isn't very good. They're starting pitching and their bullpen isn't great. And a lot of their players, I think just get super hyped up like Michael Conforto, Dominic Smith, JD Davis. I feel like, I don't know. Some of these guys I think are just not as good as people think they are. Oakland at 87.5. Like I mentioned earlier, this AL West is going to be very weird. And I just, I really, it's probably the division I am, feel the least confident in um, in terms of these predictions. The A's lost Marcus Semien. Their pitching staff is always a question, but they always produce. They lost Liam Hendricks. Um, I, I don't know if they're better than the Astros. They're probably better than the angels um but i'll take the over just because they're they know how to win yep i was about to say the exact same thing they find ways to win they i think their pitching staff is one of the best in the league i think it is definitely the best in that division i think chris bassett is very underrated jesus lazardo and frankie montas both um, younger guys that have some talent, and then their bullpen is scary good, even without Hendricks. Diekman, Romo, Petit, Rosenthal, Kolarik, they got to like, there's just so many different types of pitchers in that bullpen. I think that they're going to be difficult to face. I think that someone's going to have to win 90 games in that division, and I think that it that both Houston and the uh, Oakland A's have a chance. So I'll take the over for Oakland. Yeah, I agree. I think it'll be the over. I mean, we talk about the Mets effect and the Mets are going to met, but I think the A's are like the opposite. The A's effect is that they're going to have random players overperform. And like you said, they're just going to find a way to win. It seems to always happen. Philadelphia Phillies right at the 500 mark with 80.5 wins, right below the 500 mark. Well, I don't know if they're, I don't know who's better. I think the nationals are better than the Phillies. We'll get to the nationals in a second, but um, the Phillies just didn't get much. They don't really, they didn't get much better. And their pitching is really weird other than Aaron Nola um their bullpen is kind of a question mark i don't know hector Neris is he their closer these days Ochi bradley and jose alvarado yeah that is not i don't know if they're shut down guys right now so i'm gonna take the under i just i really don't feel confident um i i mean i love bryce harper wish nothing but the best for him but i i don't think they're gonna play well yeah i mean for me it comes down to the phillies versus the nationals um, I think one of them is going to be over, one of them is going to be under. Otherwise, I have like four of one in this division. And I got to say, the DraftKings has the Nationals four games better than the Phillies, and I don't think they're four games better than the Phillies. I think the Phillies um, are going to hit the over. I think that they 
have enough talent in their lineup. I think that Nola and Wheeler are both very good. And I think that some of the guys in their bullpen are gonna finally going to step up. So I don't think this is a good team. It's not a playoff team, but I think it is a above 500 team by the thinnest of margins. 82 wins. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the Phillies these days, but I'm going to take the over because I think Joe Girardi being their manager is actually really, really good for them. And Alec Bohm or Baum, whatever it is, has been pretty solid. All right, the lowest number on the chart, the Pittsburgh Pirates at 59 and a half wins. I mean, it's it's so low that it's like you gotta you gotta think it's gotta be the over. And I think that the NL Central isn't good enough to just put the Pirates into oblivion. So I'm gonna take the over, but I am not saying the Pirates are better than their roster. I just think that they're good enough to get the over in this division. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be tough them to lose 103 games but the other way to look at it is that there's always at least one team that loses 100 games and I think that being in the division with four teams that are unquestionably better they're not miles and miles better but they're unquestionably unquestionably better and the Pirates are just so bad that I think they're going to do it I think they're going to hit the under I think they're going to hit the over, actually. I know, like you said, the four teams in their division are unquestionably better than them, but they're also not that great of teams in general. So they're still going to win some games. They're, you know, I don't think they're going to get swept every single time by every team in the Central, especially. Um, all right. The Padres at 94 and a half. I think they're going to hit the over. Like we mentioned earlier, it's them and the Dodgers, just clear front runners of the division. And they really, I mean, they were, they really competed with the Dodgers in the regular season and in the postseason last year. And they, I mean, we know what they did in the off season. They got Darvish, um, Hassan Kim, Blake Snell, Blake Joe Snell. Musgrove. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I mean, it's. Well, yeah, Caratini's big. Yeah. So, and their bullpen was great last year. I know they lost Rosenthal, but, I mean, I'm excited for Mackenzie Gore, Adrian Morihone, who Ryan Weathers, um, and then Tatis is only going to get better, and he's going to lead this team to many future division titles. Hopefully this is the first of many. I hate to say it, but this, this, this they're going to hit the over. This is at... At worst, this is the third best team in the NL. I think they might be the second best team in the NL. I think, like I said earlier, the Dodgers are going to underperform at the start of the season a little bit. And I think that the Padres are going to jump out super hot, big lead. And I think they'll hit 95 wins with two weeks left in the season. Yeah, I'm also going to hit the over. I think 94 and a half is honestly pretty low for them. I feel like them and the Dodgers are going to be so close in September. It'll be a really fun race to watch. And I mean, that's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping it'll be within one or two games and that'll be fun to watch for sure. Uh, San Francisco giants, 75 and a half. Um, so the giants aren't very good. They're not very exciting right now. I think the Diamondbacks I mentioned earlier are a little bit better. So I'm going to say that I'm going to say the Giants. Mm, I'm going to say under. I think they're a little bit worse than. Yeah. So yeah, 75 and a half seems like a pretty high number for them. I don't think that this team is very good. And I do have the D-backs hitting the over. And I, I think the D-backs are a better team. So I'm going to take under 75 and a half for San Francisco. Yeah, I'm also going to go with the under. Actually, no. You know what? I'm changing it. I'm taking the over because 
they were surprisingly good last year. If you watch that, like they were really close to making the playoffs, the expanded playoffs. So yeah. maybe that'll pan out to something. All right. The legendary Seattle Mariners at 72 and a half wins. Um, the Mariners, they added James Paxton. Going, reunion, coming home. Reunited. Uh, yes. According to Kevin Mather, Julio Rodriguez most likely won't be up until 2022, maybe 2023. Um, his English isn't great, but Jared Kelnick, Kelnick, he's got a personality bigger than anybody in the room. Uh, you won't be seeing him in April. Yeah, we're going to manipulate his service time. Um, I, I, I think they are better than the Rangers for sure, but I, I'm going to take the under. I their 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 team other than Jared Kalnick isn't isn't that bright and Kyle Lewis and Evan White Evan White wasn't that good but their outfield is going to be really fun to watch. Uh, here's my logic for taking the over for these guys. So they said all that stuff about how they're going to like manipulate the service time. If they don't want to get a grievance from the players' association, they're gonna like have to just start calling guys up. Otherwise, they're just gonna be in tons of trouble with the league. I think Kalanick makes the opening day roster. I think Mitch Hanniger is a guy who's been who's coming back and playing well in spring training. Got Kyle Lewis getting better, Kyle Seeger getting better. Not Kyle Seeger getting better, Seager. but Kyle Seeger's still around. Ty France, Dylan Moore, Evan White. I think this is a sneaky good team. I think that they will definitely are better than the Rangers. And I think that they uh, might even finish above Anaheim. I think that's actually a great point. If that happens, I wasn't thinking about that, but I'm going to take the under, I think they're still the Mariners. Uh, you know, they, they'll be fun to watch. They've got a lot of young players that you're going to want to keep your eye on, but at the end of the day, their whole team put together is not great all right to jack's new hometown team the st louis cardinals 86.5 so this has them as the best team in the nl central they probably are on paper but i'm biased and i don't really like the cardinals if you didn't know so I'm going to say under, I'm going to, I'll be at some games in September uh, as a member of the Washu Bears, but um, Nolan Arenado's, I mean, we've said it for the longest time, his road splits. And I don't think uh, Bush Stadium is a particularly hitter friendly ballpark. Um, and I think he, he's going to have some trouble than, than more trouble than people might think. I think this is the, definitely the best team in the NL Central still. I think that Dylan Carlson is going to be very good. I think Arenado's road splits haven't been great, but once getting out of Coors Field, I think it's going to even him out a, bun, a bunch more, not having to deal with the altitude changes as much. Um, I think the rotation is definitely the best in the division, and I think that they're going to hit the over, but still probably, I don't know if they even win 90 games. Um, I'm going to take the under also because I hate the Cardinals. Um, yeah, you know, it take it took Goldschmidt a year or two to adjust kind of to go into a, a hitter or a pitcher friendly ballpark from Arizona, which isn't too crazy, but I think Arenado will definitely have to adjust and they didn't get much better outside of Arenado, I don't think. All right, Tampa Bay Rays, 85.5 a year after winning the American League pennant. They really only lost Blake Snell. They're, I mean, he that's a big and loss. Charlie Morton. And Charlie Morton. But Charlie Morton, I don't know how well he would have played um, in, his, in this year. But um, I think that the addition of Luis – look, the Rays know how to win. Luis Patino's a great young player. And I, I'm going to take the over for sure. I'm also a little bit biased here. So, yeah, I'm excited for Randy, full season of Randy Rosarena. Hopefully he'll continue his magic, but definitely the over here. This is a tough one for me because the, it's so hard to 
like not believe in the Rays. Like you gotta think when they uh, re-sign Chris Archer, you gotta think that they see something and they know what they're doing. I, I just have too much faith in them that they know what they're doing that I think that they're going to hit the over. I think that they are definitely could be uh, slow starters after they're going deep into the playoffs and really taxing their pitching staff. But, I mean, Rich Hill, I 41 years old, that you know there's some, like, spin rate thing that they see with him. Like, you just know they're going to find a way to win. I, I You can't pick against them. See, I also believe in the Rays, just like you guys. I know that but i think what i've seen them do in the offseason they're kind of prepping i've said this before i think they're prepping for a deep playoff run in 2022 23 and kind of take this year to really bolster their squad for the future and i think guys like rich hill and chris archer are maybe a bit of inning eaters because they don't have a lot of money to spend and maybe they do see something in them but it won't really be great for the long term. And they traded for a bunch of prospects. See if Wander Franco comes up, some other guys. All right. Texas Rangers, 66 and a half. Um, they are definitely the worst in my eyes in this division. But I, yeah, I'm going to say the under. I think they're far and away the worst in the division. And although they've got some bright spots in Josh Young, Sam Huff, um, I, this is a pretty bad team. So, under. Yeah, I mean, I don't see Josh Young making the majors this year. So, the team they got right now is pretty much the team that they're going to be stick with for most of the season. This is a really, really bad team. I think Joey Gallo, if he starts off hot, they're going to need to trade him. They're going to need to capitalize on that, on any hot streak he has, just to get as much value out of him as they can. They really screwed up two years ago with Mike Miner not trading him in time. Um, And I think that they learned from that by trading Lance Lynn after a very good season. So I think that... Joey Gallo will either have a bad season or be on his way out quick, which means this team is just going to get worse. They did get like David Dahl, but no, this team is still just terrible. They're going to be under. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty obvious one. I agree under. Yeah. Nico Horner just homered. Um, Let's go. First homer since 2019. Anyway. Since 2019 against the Pirates, I believe. You didn't I think it was the Cardinals. No, I don't think he did. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Toronto Blue Jays, 86 and a half. Uh, I think the Rays are better. They're going to finish better. Um, the Blue Jays are – I'm going to root for them. But I'm going to say under, and I don't think they make the playoffs. I don't think they're there yet. Um, just with their, I, and Nate Pearson, I hope has a bounce back year, but I don't think he's going to be good enough to, to carry this pitching staff. Hunjin Ryu is getting older. So, yeah, I mean, I think I agree with everything, everything Jack said, except that they do. No, I think I agree with everything Jack said. I think that this team is very close. I think they're going to be above 500 and very good, but I don't think they're better than Tampa. I don't think they're pitching is uh is super great yet and i think that they're going to be slightly under 86 wins though above 500 i'm going to take the over actually i think they're really surprising last year and they had a lot of kind of no-name guys that actually performed really well and if they could continue that which i think they they will and they've shown that then they might make a run at the wild card and finally the 84.5 win Washington Nationals. Okay. I said they were better than the Phillies, but I don't think they're five or six games better than the Phillies. I'm going to take the under. Um, it's a shame because their farm system is really bad, and it's going to be a long time until we see Juan Soto on a competitive team, I think. So... 
unless it's this year. And I, I I'm just going to say under. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like a bunch of the moves they made this off season. They got a Schwarber and Lesser, of course, um, former Disney channel star, Josh Bell. Um, nice. Nickelodeon. <laughs> Nickelodeon. I'm sorry. Um, but they do still have the big names, but they just have a bunch of them are pretty injury prone. And I just think that Atlanta and the Mets are still significantly better than them. I think the Phillies are better than them. And I don't think that they're going to be above 500. So I'm going to take the under. I'm actually going to take the over. I think it's really interesting that they kind of had a couple one-year deals that they, I mean, they got Schwarber, obviously they got Josh Bell, I believe. Does he have one year left or something like that? Um, I think he might have two. But they seem to be guys that could just have a power, a really good power hitting season. And that's kind of what you need. And their bullpen or their rotation is still really good. Hopefully that could carry them to being better. All right. So there were a few unanimous over-unders, which I think are interesting to look at. We all had the Braves going over, the White Sox going over, the Indians going over, the... Mets going under, and the Rangers going under. So, if any any gamblers out there, any uh, Asbury Avenue gamblers might want to put some money down on those teams. Who knows? If you're listening, Mr. O'Keefe, if you're listening, but uh, any other probably isn't. But, guys, also, yeah, any of Sam's friends too, of course. Uh, been known to drop some money around. Well, stay tuned for our full predictions um, episode. We'll have that before opening day, hopefully. Uh, can't guarantee it, but <laughs> <laughs> it should come out just before opening day. Well, at least record it before yeah, opening day. That's true. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a guarantee. Um, but yeah, thanks at for listening to episode twenty-seven. Who's your favorite player to wear number twenty-seven? Mike, Mike Trout. Trout. Jinx. Yeah, uh, it's delayed. <laughs> you said it later. Oh, we said it at the same time. All right. Peace. Hey, Loaded bases, that's my motivation. Feeling lucky, we should go to Vegas. 2018 motor transportation. Got me feeling over anxious like a home invasion. My dough inflated and I'm more creative. It's like a couple big deals, but it's no parade. Just a couple every generation I wasn't supposed to make it out with the code matrix And when they get to speak it's like a coded language Reminds that they strengthen all the stolen greatness We used to rat is out the mobile station Full circle, mobile motivation My self-educated through negotiations Got these sharks that I'm sitting at this table with afraid to bait me No ten on my Mercedes, that's for inspiration Two kilos on my neck like the ladies Boy, I saw Slauson and they have no my demonstration. Born and raised, y'all affiliated. It's really greatness. Riding around like I really made it. Loaded bases, I'm going Willie Mason. Yeah. Listen to my ambition, cause I'm on one. Swinging for the fences for the home run. Even further beyond into the universe. But I've got to make it to first, first. It feels like every second's being stolen. I risk it for every ticket we sold them. I was sitting on my link and I start thinking mm-hmm. I ain't gonna make a hundred mil off any tracing More than likely I'm gonna end up in somebody pricing Even worse, horse and cares run to church Laid off in the hearse, I dealt with it I ain't just out here for my health with it I weigh the risk and the reward to sink the scale tip Let's all get on one accord and take the world Take the money, take the power and the girls with us Can't buy that bullet that they sell They bring drug heads and jail Look all these ways they derailed That's why I respect me to the utmost When you see me, how I feel Cause I ain't failed I seen it coming, did not tell Different lanes, same passion for the male Switch lanes, all black, two glass sellers V12 too fast, gone Listen to my ambition cause I'm on one Swinging for the fences for the home run Even further beyond into the universe 
But I've got to make it to first first It feels like every second's being stolen I risk it for every ticket we sold them You got the ball, I'ma take it home Bottom line, I'm gonna make it home